0: Hey guys, today we're going to talk about the difference between personal and company goodwill. What 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 is the difference? Hey there everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, and SoundCloud podcast where I talk about buying, selling, managing, and financing small and medium-sized businesses. Anything else that you guys uh, write in and ask me about. This week I've got a question from Anton who bought a business and then lost a big customer. And he wanted me to discuss the topic of personal versus company goodwill. Now, if you've been watching this channel for a long time or if you've done any of my courses about buying and selling businesses, um, you'll know that goodwill is the difference between a business's value and the value of its tangible assets. That's the accounting definition. So if a business is profitable, Uh, There should be goodwill. It should be worth more than just the stuff that's there, unless it's a really machinery-intensive business. Sometimes it's very difficult for certain kinds of construction companies, for example, to get goodwill because there's so much stuff invested in the equipment and material. Now, goodwill is also used as a word that describes the attitude of the marketplace towards a particular company or business. And it can be encapsulated Uh, in a number of different ways. So when people say there's personal goodwill, what it means is that there's a person that has a great reputation and people want to deal with that person. Whereas a company's goodwill is that people want to deal with that company. So it doesn't really matter who you deal with when you call that company up or you buy from them, because you're happy with the business. So some examples, extreme examples would be, for example, Coca-Cola would have a company goodwill or corporate goodwill because people like the product and it doesn't matter where you go or what store you go into. If you prefer that product, you're gonna reach for that brand when you go to the cooler. And so the good feelings that people have in the marketplace are about that company. Doesn't have anything to do with where you buy it or who serves you that particular day. At the other end of the spectrum would be me, right? I mean, I have a consulting business here but uh, you know, when people contact me, it's because they want to do business with me. So, somebody who has a, a business like mine, a small service business where I deal with customers every day, the challenge in growing the business is how do you grow beyond simply having personal goodwill? Because if I were to sell my business to somebody else today, um, you know, would those people, would the customers still keep coming to deal with the new person and? And the the answer to that would be, well, you know, is the new person as qualified as David? Does he have as much knowledge as David, et cetera? And so everything that I've built up in this YouTube channel through my email followers, all that kind of stuff may not translate to the new owner. And so that's the danger in personal goodwill. And the reason why um, this, uh, this viewer wrote in is because he bought a business and then lost one of the big customers because that customer had a special relationship with the owner of the business. And, and so what can we do when we own a business to try to move away from having too much personal goodwill? Because personal goodwill, it, you know, it helps you make sales, but it, in the long term, it makes your business more difficult to sell because that goodwill may not be able to be transferred to the buyer, which has got to be the goal of anyone who's building up a business with the goal of selling it, is how am I gonna be able to get the buyer to be able to take over the goodwill of this business? And so the, 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 the challenge basically goes like this, is as you grow, how do you step back more and more from having to be the point of contact or having to be the person that the customer interacts with, right? And how are you able to get other people to step in and serve your customers? Uh, My girlfriend, Natalie, owns a travel agency and she's been in travel for over 20 years. And so she has this big group of clients who've always called on her to book their travel. But while she's a travel agent, she's trying to build a travel agency business, which means that she needs to spend time working on her business so that, um, you know, she can manage the goals and the policies and procedures and all that kinds of thing. And so um, she has to try to get people not to do business with her anymore, but rather do business with her employees, the other travel agents and still feel good about her business, even though they don't get to deal with her anymore. So as you can imagine, it's a challenge and she's been working on it for a few years and there are still people after, you know, who have been dealing with her forever. that still when they call up, they want to deal with her. And so if you're going to look at a business to purchase, you have to be able to analyze how much of the goodwill really is tied with this individual? And so if you're looking at a really small business where the owner is the one who does all the sales, it's very easy to see that most of the goodwill is probably tied up in that person. And that's when we start looking at deals where, for example, there's a, a, a training and transition period that's very long so that the owner of the seller of the business is able to transfer that goodwill to the buyer by having both people dealing with the customers over you know, months or even a year, right? In, in a bigger business, you know, it's obvious if the owner isn't dealing with customers day to day, then it's easy to see that there's not a whole lot of personal goodwill. It's the businesses in the middle ground that pose the biggest risk. And what you have to do as a buyer is you have to analyze how many of the sales are actually attached to the person that owns the business. And it can be difficult in some businesses there might be a notation on the purchase invoices that ties each transaction to a salesperson. And so you might look for how many transactions are actually tied to the owner of the business and see if there's a customer concentration issue. Customer concentration problems are also tied in a big way to personal goodwill issues. So for example, if there are two or three big customers that represent, you know, over a quarter of the sales of the business, then that's a place where you really have to understand what is going on there. I recently had a client who bought a business where there was one salesperson who had a huge percentage of the volume of sales of the business. So in that case, there's still a problem of personal goodwill. It may not be the business owner who's got the personal goodwill, but rather that salesperson. And so as a buyer, you want to make sure that you're going to be able to retain that individual. And if you're not certain, if you don't know if you're going to be able to retain those individuals or or if you're going to lose big customers as a result of the loss of the personal goodwill when an owner leaves, then you have to tie that into your deal. You have to make contingencies in how the deal is arranged so that there's some kind of offset or clawback that protects you because at the end of the day, it's the profitability of the business that you're buying as a business purchaser. And if you're gonna lose part of it because the customers don't like you, well, that's something you have to try to avoid or at least mitigate the risk of overpaying for the business if something like that's going to happen. If you wanna discuss your particular case or if you found a business that you think might have a problem with personal goodwill, you can arrange a call with me anytime you want on Clarity, and just head over to davidcbarnett.com, scroll down on the left, you'll find a link to my Clarity page, you can talk to me uh, on a, Clarity is a per minute consulting platform, and if you want to learn more about buying businesses, then you should be enrolling for my online course, which is at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon.